BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Come back! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morensi. Rage all you want. Level two. This is Sports Rage. I have already seen the picks, the bars, the hustlers, the people of Boston, and everybody else in between. Sirius XM Channel 159. A lot of stuff uh, to get to uh, still here this evening, including a lot of negativity, but uh, you got to deal with uh, with what's out there right now. we got to shut it down as well, and uh, you got to match evil with good and call these people out for it. So, um, so Nazem Kadri. So, of course, Kadri takes out Bennington. It wasn't his fault. He got hit into him. Yeah, was he sorry about it? No, but that's hockey. It is what it is. He didn't go out of his way. And... Um, so Kadri's getting, you know, he's going to get threats and whatever, the dumb sport fan type stuff. But it went over the top. Uh, it went over the top uh, with him. And um, his wife showed some of the messages to somebody. And it's not not all of them. I can't read everything. Uh, but uh, here's one. Hang yourself, you effing piece of crap. You carpet flying piece of... Uh, um, you'd be doing the world a blessing if you just killed yourself in front of the in front of the whole world. Um, all right, there's a lot of homophobic stuff towards him. There's anti-Muslim stuff. Um, here's someone here. I'm watching every move you make. Someone else threatens his family. So it goes on here. Um, you know, like this, like over the top type of stuff, right? This girl, your 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 class, where was Kadri on the morning of nine eleven? That's what she sent him. Like, yeah, that's that's good. Like, number one, he wasn't alive, but nevertheless. So, this this is what he had to deal with, and as he stated, and he couldn't have been a classier about it. Now, it goes back to this Donaldson stuff. Like, what, it was, why is there so much racism? Stop being racist. So, was, but what he said, he goes, listen, I'm a hockey player. He goes, I've heard it all growing up in hockey. I, I can take it. I've got thick skin. But uh, he said it, you know, it hurts other people, uh, this stuff. And he goes, it bothers me because it hurts other people. And I thought that was a pretty classy thing that he said. And he's talking about his family and other people. And then racism has a trickle-down effect. So there's a ton of this stuff, too. And it's just how stupid people are, right? So there's a lot of messages that he's getting of, um, of go back to where you came from. Well, you know where he comes from. He comes from Ontario. That's where he comes from. Ironically enough, he comes from the same place that Bennington comes from. You got to love the irony, huh? So a hockey player injures another hockey player and then is being told racially insulted to go back to where he comes from when he comes from the same place that they're mad about the guy that he just injured. I don't know. I think in St. Louis they're too stupid to know that Bennington's actually from Ontario. (laughs) 
fuck, right? It's like the dumbasses in Boston that hate French people that love Raymond Bork. I hate to break it to you, Boston. Raymond Bork is French. Late-night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Red Sea. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people of Bustler, and everybody else in between. We're throwing it down on the Twisted Tuesday. There's a lot of stuff uh, to get to. Andrew McKinnis is going to step up, and then we'll talk NHL playoffs. We'll talk NBA playoffs. Uh, we'll get uh, up- updated numbers as the New York Rangers are back in this thing. This thing has been a great series, man. It's been great hockey, very entertaining hockey, great goaltending. Shesterkin has been unbelievable. The Carolina Hurricanes are minus 142 favorites on Thursday night. Uh, There's a lot of bad blood between St. Louis and Colorado, and unfortunately, it's become nasty. And it's become racial. Um, The police had to get involved. There's death threats towards family members and a lot of over-the-top comments uh, being made to Nazem Kadri. He's being told to go back to where he comes from. Uh, where he comes from is Ontario. And I don't know if these dumbass racist blues fans, and I'm not saying all blues fans, but some of these people, I, I, I don't know if you guys realize this, but there's 23 players on the St. Louis Blues. Only seven of them are Americans. So you better tell the other uh, 16 guys to go back to where they came from as well. And ironically enough, Jordan Bennington comes from the same place that Nazem Kadri comes from. So there's no irony there whatsoever. So a bunch of people send him, some dude sent him a video. Some guy was stupid enough to show his face and send him a video about how he's going to get him and he's watching him 24-7. Like, yeah, 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 okay. Uh, (laughs) Okay. So get this. So uh, it was Sports Illustrated. So dude at Sports Illustrated posted a bunch of messages that he got from Kadri's wife. She said, this is just a sample of what we're getting. And um, it was published, right? So it was on Twitter. One of the racist jackasses who threatened him and said racist stuff is now crying because uh, people know who he is. And he fears for his safety and he's worried he's going to lose his job. He says, I'm sorry, I was drunk. I was caught up in the moment. You said you were going to find the guy's family, bro. You should be under arrest. Under arrest! Throw the key away! This is Sports Rage. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci. Whoa, yeah! Uh, you know who's trending all the time is Ron McClain. Ron McClain's always trending. Um, 
He's a um, NHL hockey host panel. He used to do the show with uh, with Don Cherry. And whatever. I'm not, I don't want to talk about the Don Cherry stuff. Like, I don't know what people want Ron McClain to do. If like they want to fire Don Cherry, I'm not sure why Ron McClain should quit too. But uh, nevertheless, but Ron McClain does say a lot of dumb things. All right? Now listen, so do I. If you're on the air all the time for a long time, for 20 plus years, and McClain's been on the air forever, he's going to say dumb things. But he says dumb things nightly, this guy. All right? When he's not talking about some stupid dude from a farm somewhere, whatever, and like, you know what I mean? It's always, oh, this guy from Moose Jaw. And I said, nah. It's like, no one cares, bro. Right? So, <laughs> so McClain's always doing his, like, his little stupid hokey crap. Um... Not hockey, but hokey. But uh, but anyway, so somebody's asking me what jersey I'm wearing. I'm in a hockey mood tonight. I'm wearing it's a Guelph Storm. It's a Guelph Storm jersey, uh, buddy. What's his name? Trending Rabbit. What's up, Trending Rabbit? Yeah, it's a Guelph Storm. Not always the Guelph Storm jersey, but it's actually the uh, it's the official jersey. It's like the, it's the one the players. It was given to me by the Guelph Storm, Drew Doughty. Literally and figuratively, I dropped the puck. I dropped the puck at a, a Kitchener Ranger Guelph Storm Junior Hockey League game about, um, I don't know, about 12 years ago, whatever. I was on the SCORE television network at the time. And uh, I got invited by the Kitchener Rangers to, to drop the puck. And um, it was pretty cool. It makes me feel older now when you consider... The two dudes that I shook hands with at Center Ice were Drew Doughty of the Guelph Storm and Gabriel Landeskog. <laughs> you see Landeskog now, he looks all beaten down and worn out. I remember he was a kid and shook his hand. I dropped the puck. He had no idea who I was. And uh, Drew Doughty did, though. That was the whole thing. The Kitchener Rangers, even though I was a guest with the Kitchener Rangers, um... They didn't really, the players, like, didn't care, right? Like, I was there, they were like, yeah, whatever. And, like, I came out, and when I was on the ice, the Guelph Storm got all excited, right? <laughs> like, the Guelph Storm were like, oh, my God, hey, that's Morency, man. And they were started laughing. They're like, that's the crazy dude from TV. And Drew Doughty came over. He's like, hey, man, nice to meet you, man, and stuff. And I didn't know who Drew Doughty was. I had no idea who Drew Doughty was, right? So much so, I knew I knew he was good. That's all I knew. I was like, yeah, I, they've got a good defenseman type thing. And I was like, I think this is the good defenseman kid they have. <laughs> so we're sitting there. So I drop the puck and stuff. And we, we do the game. I, I'm at the game. And I'm drinking beers in the stands or whatever. And people, people coming up to me. I'm talking to people. So I'm sitting there with Richard Garner, who I used to do a show with. And Drew Doughty was number two, I believe. And, and Garner says kind of like loudly as he looks over to us. He goes, man. This number two guy is pretty good, man. He goes, this guy could, this guy should get drafted. And the people in our section all got mad. He's already been drafted by the LA Kings. This guy is Drew Doughty. I don't, we don't know who he is. To get sore, we don't know who every little junior hockey player is. All right. <laughs> like so, so we were in Kitchener, and uh, I wasn't overly impressed by the treatment. I put it this way. By the second period, I was bitching and stuff because I went all the way out there. It wasn't close. It took me like an hour and a half to get there. They gave me like two beers or something, and that was that, right? And I realized, man, I'm stuck out in the middle of nowhere now, and I dropped the puck for these guys. I'm spending money on beer. I'm waiting in line. That's what pissed me off. I was waiting in line for beer, and I was like, man, I dropped the puck. What am I waiting in line for beer for? <laughs> and so after the game... I'm standing there, and the the president of the Guelph Storm came up to me, and uh, they said, listen, they said, you don't want to be associated with Kitchener. They're big rivals. They said, you don't want to be associated with Kitchener. These guys, whatever. He goes, we're, what do you know what I mean? He goes, these, we're a much better team. We're a much better program. And uh, he goes, these guys, whatever. He goes, I bet you they didn't even hook you up with free food and drinks, huh? And I said, no. He goes, of course not. And <laughs> so the guy from Guelph is ripping Kitchener's team and franchise. He's like, they're cheap. And he starts going off. And uh, he goes, uh, he goes, we're going to send you something. He goes, check the idea. We're going to send you something in the next next 24 to 48 hours. You're going to get something from us. I said, all right, thanks. And then, lo and behold, I got a package from the Guelph Storm. And it's the jersey, the hat. I got a Guelph Storm banner. Um, whatever. You name it. Um, so, yeah, I'm a, I'm a Guelph Storm guy now. Guelph Storm. Drew Doughty, baby. Let's bring Andrew McKinnis. McKinnis is a... Uh, 
Who's what's your what's your what's what, Moosehead? You you a Moosehead uh, McKinnis? You a Moosehead fan? Moosehead beer and Moosehead hockey. Well, I was under the belief that we had McKinnis ready to go. Evidently, we do not. It's a smooth operation we're running here. All right. Well, uh, we'll we'll re, we'll, uh, we'll we'll reset. Uh, re, 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 do your thing. Let's, let's see what's going on here. As I stated, pretty much like the only two guests that don't cause me problems are Steve Merrill, who was on with us tonight. Steve forgot to unmute his mic once, like two weeks ago, and um, I don't want to hear this mic talk. I don't no, want to I hear, hear you breathing. I don't want to hear any yeah. mic talk. I'm a moosehead maniac. That's what I am, Gabe. What's going moosehead on, brother? Ma- maniac. Uh, I was just talking about you're on the list. You're not at the top of the list, though. If it makes you feel better, like Babano's like much, much worse. Tony Finn is the worst of them all. And I love Tony Finn, but Tony Finn, like, I don't know how Tony, like, if, if someone ever, like, uh, if, if, like, Tony Finn's house ever got home invaded, or, like, if Tony ever fell and needed to call an ambulance, he'd be screwed. Because I don't think he could dial 911 on a phone. Like, I don't think he could actually, like, and be like, oh, my, what's wrong? The connection's not working. <laughs> he'd, be, he'd be screwed. I can go down the list night by night. You're sort of lower on the list. But, you know. Not, not, not the smoothest th- entrance here tonight, i got to say. Th- this show might be the only list I have. I don't think I've had any problems on any other show before. Yeah, how I've many done a lot shows of, are you on? Well, at least three or four. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing a, I've been doing a lot more radio sh- radio spots uh, these past couple of months, Gabe, uh, because of uh, hockey. But see, I, I I take one jab at you, you give right back to me, man. Jeez, you can't let me have one thing, eh? Oh, I didn't even notice a jab. Dude. Why didn't you take a jab at me? I got thick skin, so I didn't cut it. No, it didn't bother me. I didn't. I didn't. Not, not, I didn't. I didn't sense a jab. I didn't feel it, so we're good. <laughs> How's your night going, Gabe? Oh, I was doing great until uh, the, the, this this sloppy intro, but it's, it's all good. Uh, it, it, no, no, we're we're doing all right. Uh, we're sort we're sort of all over the place uh, here uh, right now. What was I just before you joined us? Uh, I was talking about dropping a puck. That's it. Uh, somebody asked me what jersey I'm wearing. Uh, I said Guelph Storm. I actually have a, uh, I got a Moncton Wildcat jersey as well, but I don't have it here. I don't know where it is. I, um, I have a Moncton Wildcat jersey as well. But so you're you're a big Moosehead. You go to, are you a Moosehead season ticket holder? I used to be. I actually, uh, I got. I was. I was lucky. I did uh, interning there for two years. I, I did a lot of media work. It was the first media stuff I ever did. Uh, but before that, I was a big fan. I was a big fan, especially during the McKinnon and, and Drewan era. Uh, that team was one of the best junior teams ever assembled. Um, so I went to all the games there. But yeah, I mean, especially not having any pro teams, Gabe. That's pretty much our thing, you know. Uh, second biggest arena in the league. Uh, great fan base. They have a great um, scouting department. So yeah, I'm a pretty big fan. Okay, when you look, when you look at the um, the list of players that have played for this team over the years, very, very, very impressive. Uh, as you mentioned, Nate McKinnon, Brad Marchant, Jody Shelley, uh, Matthias, your boy, Jean Sebastien Giguere, bro. Jean Sebastien Giguere. Halifax Mooseheads. Mooseheads a good beer too. I, 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 I drink Moosehead when I'm down there. I prefer Moosehead than what's the other one? Alpine. I'm more of a Moosehead guy over Alpine. <laughs> more of a McKinnis on the other side. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. All right, listen, I need some cash. What for? I just need it, that's all. Oh, no. Don't tell me. You're gambling again, aren't you? Oh, you weak, weak man. What? You're damn right I'm gambling again, Newman. Newman! <laughs> Newman! All right, let me just start off this segment. I am Gable Morency by uh, stating that I am a big fan of Jennifer Botterill. Big, big fan of uh, Jennifer Botterill. And... Um, Twitter, you know what I mean? I'm pretty jaded and stuff, and I've met a lot of people and talked to a lot of people, but I was excited McKinnis once. I tweeted, uh, <laughs> I said, I said, big fan of Jennifer Botterill. She's great on TV. And uh, she responded to me. Oh, thank you so much, uh, Gabriel. <laughs> I was very, I was like, oh, yeah, that's good. I was like, cool, cool. Hey, Jennifer Botterill uh, responded to me. But I am a big fan of hers. But, um, see, you never know what I'm going to ask you, McKinnis, right, on this show. And I always think I should just stick to sports with these guys. But have you ever, I don't know about your girlfriend now, or if you're married or you have a girlfriend, I know, but I don't know if you're married. But um, I'm assuming, was your girlfriend an athlete? Have you ever dated an athlete before? I haven't. I haven't, no. Um I've it's kind of I've always been kind of like opposites attract with me. Um, most of the girlfriends I've had are you know people I've talked to have been nowhere like sports near, type thing. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't, I don't know. Like we watch sports together and stuff, but uh, I don't know. I, I think some people think, especially sports betters, I always hear them say you got to find yourself a girl to love sports. I I, oh, I yeah. think I don't want someone just like me, man. <laughs> like I don't know. I don't want yeah, someone. I don't want call. you know. I don't I'm know, older. Man. I'm older. And I get that because it's funny. Bro, in my entire life, and I've had a lot of girlfriends. Not having a ton, but like, well, whatever. Like, uh, I've had a lot, of, a lot of experience. I'll put it that way. But I've never, never had that girlfriend where we go to the game together wearing the same jersey and you know what I mean and all that. Like, I've never, I've never had it. Like every, pretty much every girl, like. You know what I mean? Like, every girl I've been with, like, didn't like sports, didn't care about sports or whatever. Like, I think it's best to keep worlds separate myself. But I was going to say, not every girl, but I was going to say that. So, that's the thing. So, I was talking about being a fan of Jennifer Botterill, but some people couldn't handle it. Especially if, like, you're, if it's your job and stuff, right? But I have. Like, um, I don't know why, but I get along well with women athletes. Like, um, I've dated a few of them and stuff. And uh, but it is it is crazy though. It's funny because it's a different dynamic, bro. Right, dude. I dated a point guard. She was like, uh, she was like, dude. There was like banners of her. Like I had no idea. Right, I had no idea. She goes, oh, yeah, I play basketball. I knew it was, I knew she played basketball and stuff. But like, I'm walking down the street and she's on a billboard. <laughs> right, and I'm like, oh. I look up. I'm like, not only she played basketball, like she's the she's on the billboard selling tickets. And I'm like, wow, like she really plays. And her cousin actually is one of the leading scorers of all time of NCAA history. I don't like giving names just for their own sakes, not for me, whatever. But I don't want people. Oh, you dated, you, you dated that guy. What a loser you are! Like you, know what I mean. So I'm doing it for her sake. But <laughs> uh, but I remember it would be funny, like. I remember like watching a Net Raptor game. We went to a Net Raptor playoff game and stuff, right? And 
I said something to her, and she like she's like, no, nah, it's because of this and stuff. And it's like, yeah, she's kind of right. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, you're getting corrected by your girlfriend that morning. You know what I mean? Never so happened like, to me, Gabe. Never yeah, happened to me. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, it was awkward. I remember, like, another time being at a bar and stuff, and she's telling me this is what's wrong and this and that, and exactly what you were thinking. I was like, this isn't, you know, I was like, this isn't so great, actually. Like, I almost rather just have a girl who knows nothing. I'm, I'm the smart guy in the room. Right? So she's going up. <laughs> and then she's mouthing off. She goes, I don't know why you bet on them. I told you. It's like, yeah, yeah I know you told me. All right, good, good, good for you. You told me. Uh, she was hot, though. Um, uh, and, Gotta uh, add that in. Gotta add that yeah. in. Well, Gabe, I'll get these questions. I dated then. a hockey player, too, from the University of, uh, of New Hampshire as well. So good hockey throw school. that in there. Yeah. Good hockey school. Yeah. Yeah. My, the questions name. I get, Gabe, you know, she'll <laughs> say thing. like, uh, "Same thing." I'm, I'm sorry if this is a stupid question, and I'm saying ask, ask as many as you want, you know, because it's, it's it's the opposite of what you're saying. No, well, that person should have done in this, uh, you know, should have passed the ball here, you know. Ask all the stupid questions you want because at least I'll feel smart then. You know, don't correct me. <laughs> Ask all the stupid questions you want. You know, you could you could say, you know, what uh, what what's this player's name? I could say the complete wrong name, and I hey, she would never know. Dude, one of my ex girlfriends, uh, I was with her a long time too. I was actually engaged to her, so but she didn't like sports. She wasn't she wasn't anti sport, but she wasn't into like she didn't know anything. And we're in Vegas. And imagine this, McKinnis. So we're in Vegas and uh, Alabama were playing LSU. And um, and I tell her, listen, we're gonna watch the game and stuff. And she goes, Oh, I wanna bet and stuff. So I gave her the money. All right. So I tell I said, listen, all right, here's uh, here's 200 bucks, and I, you know, I tell her, she goes, oh, I want to put a ticket in and stuff, so I go to the window, I give her the 200 bucks she plays. I tell her, yeah, whatever happens, I said, you keep the money, whatever, and the ticket wins. And I, I, and I bet on Alabama. Alabama lost. Bro, you would have thought that, like, I was a handicapper, uh, McKenna, and I charge her for the pick. <laughs> she was like, I thought you were an expert. Like, I thought you knew what you were talking about. I was like, what? <laughs> she goes, why would you? Like, she was mad, bro. Like, why would you tell me to bet on them? She goes, even I know they're no good. <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, listen, they're not no good. They just lost. Okay. I got, yeah. Dude, I got into a massive fight with her. She was literally mad for like two days over losing a bet of money that I gave her. Right. <laughs> And that's when I realized, too, I was like, I'm never doing this again. I'm never watching a game with her again. I'm not mixing anything ever again. And then I brought her to the NBA All-Star game, Kobe Bryant's last ever All-Star game. I paid like $700 a ticket. And at the time, that was a lot. It was many years ago. I paid like $750 a ticket. And she, I knew it was one of those deals, bro, that like... She didn't care about going. She only wanted to go because I was going. You know what I'm saying? So like, For sure, for sure. And I was like, man... I got to spend $700 on a ticket for her when she doesn't really even care. She just wants to go because she whatever. She shows up late, bro. And I told her, like, oh, we man. broke up, like, a few weeks after, actually. Uh, it was sort of one of the downfalls, like, at the end because she knew it was going to piss me off because I told her. I said, listen, don't be late. I said, if I, I said, I'm not missing Kobe Bryant's player introduction. I said, the big thing in the All-Star game is we have to get in there early to see the player introductions. It's Kobe Bryant's last All-Star game. And I, I, I won't be late. And she was late. And oh, man, I was flipping out. I'll never forget. Uh, I was on the phone like, I spent eight, seven hundred on that effing ticket. And you can't even show up on time. Who are those <laughs> well, they, they, uh, they, it's just it's not as important to them as it, as it is to you. It's just not uh, a deal, right? But I, I got to tell you, that story you mentioned in Vegas, I think I told you this before on the air. When I was in Vegas in December, this past December with my girlfriend, I was on the biggest, hottest run of my life probably before I went to Vegas, all right? And you, so you know where the story is going. I couldn't hit anything. I probably wouldn't have hit a minus 1,000 if I bet on it. You know, so we're, I'm, you know, cashing tickets left and right before we leave. We get to Vegas and I get those, you know, these joking, like, is this what you do for a living? You know, like, <laughs> so, so, so you're a better. And like, obviously, like, we're close and she's just, you know, busting my chops, but I'm like, literally couldn't hit a thing. And I'm trying to describe to her, like, I'm telling you, before we came to Vegas, like, I was in the best run of my life. And then, you know, I get the same question. So what, so what should I what Vegas do, that's what Vegas so what does should, to people. Yeah. So what should I bet on? I don't know. Don't ask me right now. 
Yeah, let her pick herself. Well, I would agree. You like Carolina. Here we are. I brought up the jersey bet, but I said I turned down because you didn't. You want to? It was 1.72 jerseys. Um, now the series tied at two, McInnes. Tied at two. It's the only thing Carolina have going for them because the Rangers have been a better team in this series. Right? They have been. Uh, the only thing Carolina have going for them is they have home ice because they've shown they can't win on the road. Right? They're now 0 and 5 on the road in the playoffs, but I think the Rangers can win. The Rangers came damn close to winning in their building. I got to tell you, McKinnis, if and I know it's a big if, and if, if ends and butts were candies and nuts, but if the Rangers win the next game, the Canes are in a lot of trouble going back to New York. If the Rangers can just break through, because I don't know if the Canes can win at MSG, bro. They haven't looked like they can. I mean, I've never seen numbers like that, Gabe, from home and away before. I have never seen a split like that in my life, goals for and against differential. It's unbelievable. And, uh, yeah, that was a pretty funny, you know, 1.7 jerseys. Uh, 1.7, you know, too. <laughs> the bet I actually have, like, personally, is for them to win in six. So I need them taken the to win at home. The hat. It was the hat, too, right? Like, yeah, was, I yeah, did yeah. say that. I'm happy you brought Respect for bringing that up. Respect for bringing yeah. that up. Instead of jersey but, and a hat. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I'm pissed off about Carolina because they potentially are going to ruin me on, from going on a 7-0 and series bet run. And I wanted to just absolutely dominate, and I thought I was like, man, I might go like undefeated this year with series wagers, but I have Carolina in six. This round I had Tampa, great price, plus 145. Edmonton, plus one and a half games at minus 130. And then my last one is Carolina in six, which is obviously looking like the most tough one. But when you can't do anything on the road, obviously I can't win in six. Yeah, and, you know, it's not just the road. They, you know, I'm not going to say they were lucky to win at home, but they weren't lighting it up at home in these first two games against the Rangers either. I don't know if you have the number in front of you and we're up against it. I could probably get it here during the break. Uh, but what's Carolina's power play now uh, in the playoffs? NHL, I'll get the uh, playoff power play uh, rankings. They're terrible, McKinnis. I think coming into tonight, they were 5 for 54, 5 for 55. It was really bad. Like the Carolina Hurricane, and the Canes have a good power play by the regular season. The, their power play is inept. They don't take advantage of it. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Oh, yeah, it's all set. They got the bug boy on. The bug boy. Yeah. The little fella's been riding his heart out. They're going to break his maiden. Really? It's a little slow out there. It rained last night. Oh, this baby loves the slop. Loves it. Eats it up. Eats the slop. Born the slop. His father was a mutter. His father was a mutter. His mother was a mutter. His mother was a mutter. What did I just say? <clears throat> Late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Marenzi. Uh, Andrew McKinnis uh, kicking it uh, with us uh, right now. All right, a lot of stuff to get to. Scoa, Michigan's asking if we got any French Open plays. Um, I don't know. We'll take a look. Maybe we can get into uh, to something. 
I don't want to force anything. Even though uh, we had, we had a winning night tonight, even though it would have been a much winninger night if the Calgary Flames did not lose by by uh, two, I had the Flames plus one and a half, uh, McKinnis, and uh, it was heartbreaking to watch that uh, that empty net goal uh, go in. I did hit with uh, Evander Kane to score a goal though, and that nice. was plus one thirty. We lose with Connor McDavid to score, and I lose with Johnny Goudreau. And the thing with Johnny Goudreau, McKinnis, I knew, like I called him out. I said, man, this guy's disappeared, right? And he's not even trying. Like, I'm not going to say trying, but, like, the effort's not there. You see him in a corner. Like, they're not fighting for the puck. That's what really surprised me about this series. Like, we can talk about, oh, well, it's Connor McDavid, and, oh, they have the skill. Calgary are being outworked, McKinnis. They're being out-hustled. They're being out-coached. They're being out-played. Like I said like earlier on the show, they're being out-everything. Like, they're being out-everything. And I saw the stats tonight after. Uh, I just saw up here during the press conference that uh, the Oilers blocked 23 shots tonight. The Flames blocked 11 shots. That's desire, McKinnis. That's effort. You know what I mean? That's That's like, you know what? I'm taking one for the team. That's like responsible stuff. Like, those numbers speak for themselves. When you see a team that, like, all right, we, we had 23 block shots, they had 11. That it, that just, it, it says it all right there, talking about the effort, McKinnis. Right there, that says it all to me. I agree, especially in the playoffs, you know, sacrificing your body. And a lot of times, those block shots, it hits your shin pad the right way, Gabe, turns into an odd man rush the other way, as funny as that sounds, you know. And it also gives your decor confidence that as a forward, you're willing to jump out there in front of a defenseman shot and, uh, you know, put yourself out there. And you look at just even the face-off dot, um, you know, the way that we've even seen this series go up and down in the face-offs, but the key face-offs that you don't really see on the stat sheet that Edmonton has continuously won off and icing, different things like that. Those 50-50 battles, those race to avoid icing. Um, we've seen that. And, and honestly, you know, I'm not saying I've been known to, you know, say that Drysaddle wasn't the best defensive player, but he's really impressed me with being a two-way forward in this series. And I have to give him credit. Nugent Hopkins has really stepped his game up. So, you know, it's been a really well-rounded Edmonton team. And when you look at this team, all we've really talked about over the past three or four years is, is there anybody on this team that's not named Leon or Connor? And what this series has taught us is that right now there is, and it's on the blue line and the forward group. And that's been the difference, you know, and we talked about it last week together about Calgary being the more physical team, but in what way is that a positive thing in certain senses? Physical can always be a good thing. Turn physicality into offense. Bump somebody off the puck. I think Calgary's the more physical team after the whistle, you know, in a scrum, in the blue paint. I don't think their physicality has helped them win hockey games. In fact, I think it's actually kind of hurt them. I can't disagree that, and this is, this is something that, um, that Edmonton has taken advantage of, but Calgary, Calgary have been too obsessed with the game within the game. Uh, McKinnis, you know what I'm saying? Like you know, like you know, Kachuk is talking all the time. Oh, you went bankrupt and this and that. And how's your wife? How's your girlfriend doing? And all the personal stuff. Luchik trying to intimidate people and always zooming around and and doing his thing. They've they've been caught up more with trying to injure Edmonton and smack talk Edmonton than just play their game. But they're and listen, I want to give credit to Jay uh, to uh, to Jay Woodcroft. This guy's done a great job. You talk about Drysidel. Ovechkin was the same way before. I'm old enough to remember when people said Stephen I Stevie Eiserman was a selfish player. When they said, oh, he's just the one way, he's not, you know, and, and, and when, by the time it was done, he was known as one of the best two-way captains ever. So, there's a, you know what I mean, there's basically, I think guys get tired of losing McKinnis, right? Like, they, they, you know what I mean, without saying it, like, they don't want to be told, oh, listen, you saw with the Leafs, actually. Like, the Leafs' effort was much better, you know what I mean? Where, like... They don't want to be told, oh, you don't work hard enough. You're not getting back enough. You don't forecheck, backcheck enough, etc. Uh, that's why we're not winning. So they get tired of doing it all the time, and then finally it clicks. And it seems like the Oilers, like once it clicked for them, where they, they're buying in right now to the coach's system. They're buying in. Everyone's buying in that it's like, oh, wow. 
You know what? If we actually just don't make as many mistakes, we win all, we win all the time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sort of like betting. Oh, I just eliminated the stupid thing I do all the time, and now I'm winning. Like, like it's like the Oilers like figured it. That's the best way of putting it. They figured it out, and they're rolling right now. And, yeah, Mike Smith's going to let in a bad goal now and then, but whatever. Remember, Jose Theodore used to do the same thing, man. That guy was like an MVP. He'd make 52 amazing saves. He let in a shot from center ice. So... Goalies are going to do that. You got to live with it. It is what it is. It's sort of like, think of it like a quarterback, guys, with Mike Smith, right? He's like Ryan Fitzpatrick, this guy. He's a little better, but like, he's going to he's gonna get the job done for you. But there's going to be a pass in the game where you're like, oh, my God, bro. Like, come on, man. What? You can't <laughs> throw out an interception in the end zone like that, man. Right? But by the end of it, it's like, all right, he had three touchdowns and two picks, and we won the game. Right? Like, it's one of those type of deals. Uh, but Edmonton are scary. And I'll tell you what. They're not out of the they're not out of the series yet, out of Alberta yet. But I do believe that the Oilers can play with the Colorado Avalanche, McKinnis. I think so, too, Gabe. I think they can battle with them. I think that the Avalanche have proven that they can slip up defensively a little bit. And if Edmonton plays the way they're playing right now, um, I I think they're well worth a little bit of a future. You know, I'm kind of – I'm mad at myself because I I thought about it all day, putting in a future on Edmonton to win the Cup today, Um, thinking that, hey, if they win tonight, obviously it's not going to be as good value. And and here we are. uh, I'm telling you this story, and I never did it. So that kind of stinks. But when I look at this Oilers team, you know, you think about, you know, what a a defenseman used to be described as right now with the offensive defenseman, it's a little bit different. But back then, if you used to ask a scout, how do you know a defenseman had a good game? You know what they'd say, Gabe? I didn't notice him out there. Yeah. That, that's what they'd say. Besides the offensive guys, and why do I bring that up to you? That's like how it is with you know Markstrom and Smith now. Markstrom, he wouldn't get the praise when he had amazing gains for the Calgary Flames. Now he has some duds, and he's the talk of the town. All the, all the Oilers need is for Smith to play average. And if they keep playing pond hockey style of hockey, that benefits the Oilers way more than it benefits the, the Flames. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm happy I didn't get to the window with it, but I actually lean towards the under in tonight's game, thinking that that's the only kind of style that the Flames will have success in. And I'm happy I didn't because the game just couldn't get there. But I do think the Oilers have improved defensively, and, and they could give the Avalanche a test. But, man, Colorado looks pretty good. Yeah, the thing is, I said this with, I think it was Babano or someone the other night. They said, oh, no, no, they, they, no it was maybe it was Sheriff, but no, they don't want to get to attract me. They don't have a choice, right? Like, mm-hmm. basically, like, Edmonton are going to score. You're not stopping them, right? They're going to score. So, you can pretend you're going to do this, and you can pretend you're going to do that. You know, I'll, I'll use a football analogy. You're playing a team that's going to put up 28, 30 points. Right, so you can slow them down and, like, seriously, you hold Edmonton to three and you should win the game, right? And it's hard to hold these guys to three, right? Especially now with Evander Kane playing the way that he is. And you know what's amazing, actually, about this, guys, is that Evander Kane and Nazem Kadri, before the playoffs started, were known as two of the most disliked players in the National Hockey League. Right, like, like Evander Kane is like no one likes Evander Kane. Um, players don't like him. Fans don't like him. Media doesn't like him. Casinos that he owes money to don't like him. <laughs> like nobody, nobody likes Evander Kane yet. Kane's like a freaking hero right now. At at Nazem Kadri, he's like one of the biggest sleazeballs in the NHL, you know, throughout his career, and now he's like the biggest victim in the world because of all the death threats and all this and everything. Oh, you know, leave him alone and like, oh, it's not right. And uh, it's just amazing to me, McKenna, that two of the biggest villains in the NHL, along with Brad Marchand, uh, Brad Marchand is uh, are these two guys now? It really is crazy how this has worked out. <laughs> 
Well, what's the old saying, Gabe? Let your game do the talking. And you talked about, you know, Kachuk uh, trying to play that game within the game too much. He's talking about Kane's money and financial situation, and he's not scoring goals. Meanwhile, Kane's out there getting the job done. Nazem Kadri said it best. You know, he said it's really sad that he has to say that he's been through this all his life. But the fact is, all those haters can take a look and say that game was for them. Puts up a hat trick. I mean, it's unbelievable uh, what they've both done. And especially those guys seem to always dial it in in the playoffs you know even uh, during the Washington Capitals uh, cup run there Tom Wilson he's a skillful player as well he was in the all-star game this year but he's also known for being that hated guy as well and if those guys can walk the line they can play a really really dangerous style of hockey It'll be interesting to see how it uh, plays out. Uh, Edmonton and Colorado will be a hell of a lot of fun. It appears as if, though, um, that the Calgary are done. Uh, the series price right now at FanDuel, Calgary plus 450, Edmonton minus 650. Uh, we told anybody that would listen, and in fact, we even did a video today about this, saying if you like the Rangers tonight, then you got to take them in the series. And we talked about this series last week. I like the Rangers at plus 172 coming into the series. They were plus 250 before tonight. I thought the Rangers were going to win tonight, and then I knew they weren't going to be plus 250 after the series was tied at two. Uh, the Rangers are now plus 126. Hurricanes are minus 152. Are you standing with the Canes? Do you think they're going to win this thing in seven games still? Or you said you thought you were in six. What's your prediction for how this plays out? I think I'm going to lose my Canes in six, and they're going to win in seven. Uh, that's what I think is going to happen. So I have a future on them to win the Cup at 14-1, to one, but I'm not feeling great about my Canes in six wagers. So uh, that's kind of how I feel about that one. You know what? I think I'm going to get ballsy here, McKinnis. Oh, what are you going to pay me something nice for this? Uh, I say the Rangers win in six. Rangers are going to go to Carolina. They're going to beat them, and they're going to go back to MSG and beat them again. That's my prediction. If the Rangers win in six, I'll send you whatever NBA jersey you want plus whatever NHL jersey you want. Well, you don't have to do that because I'm not offering anything in return. Uh, that's and oh, for the well, record, okay. I was see, I'm a, bidding. <laughs> see, I'm a, I'm a nice guy for even not jumping on that because an NHL jersey is about two hundred bucks, and the NBA they're about about four hundred dollars in jerseys right there. What do I get back? <laughs> Pretty significant. Uh, um, well, I didn't I didn't propose the bet. I, I can think of a I can think of a counter counter argument. <laughs> I'll come up with a, a counter proposal. Something's got to give. Something's got to give in these series. The same with the basketball. We'll get McKinnis' NBA pick on the way out. This is Sports Rage. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All 
all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Man, I brought up that uh, would you date? I knew, McKinnis. It's the way the show goes. I had a simple question. Would you want to date an athlete or someone that knows more about sports uh, than you? And uh, it's like uh, Dateline in our in our chat right now. People are discussing their marriage, uh, <laughs> dating, <laughs> and everything else in between. Sooner Lisa. Sooner Lisa in Oklahoma says that a lot of men um, uh, say she's too into sports. Say that you know she's too into sports. So you so see see Lisa, you do need a sports fan, right? Because uh, you do need a sports fan. It's an interesting. Uh, you know, I've thought about it, McKinnis, a lot too. Because I don't know, it's weird. Like I do a lot of things alone and stuff, and I sort of cruise in and out, and I like it and stuff. But other times too, like um, I was watching Seinfeld the other day, and Elaine's ordering food, <laughs> right? And she's got a different address. And they're like, Jerry goes, why don't you just go to the restaurant and eat it? She goes, because I'm not going to sit in a restaurant eating dinner alone like some loser. And it's true. I wouldn't go. I don't want to go to. I wouldn't. I don't want to go to a nice restaurant and sit there alone. You know what I mean? I would feel like a loser. Like I'm going to sit there. Like I'm not going to a nice restaurant and sitting there alone at a table and stuff. Like it's pathetic. <laughs> like so. So I go to. I've been going to a lot of sporting events recently. I look around. I'm like, man. And it was, it was bothering me. I was like, you know what? I got to get, like, a girl that's into, like, sports. I got to go, like, and and then I'm thinking, what the hell do you want that for? Gabe, <laughs> so, I got a message. I got a message for Sooner Lisa. Anyone that tells you that, Lisa, they don't deserve your time. That's all. There I'm it is. There it is. All right. Uh, who are you taking tomorrow, Boston or um, Miami? Look, defense wins games, and right now I trust Boston's defense the most. I feel like that's the difference maker. Don't make the shots late in the game. Uh, I, I'm, I don't want, I don't envision a zigzag tomorrow. Boston takes it, gets the job done. Thank you very much, uh, McKinnis, and I don't know you guys. Who has an open marriage? Hey, this is a family program. I hear about your open marriage. This isn't uh, TLC TV, huh? Thanks, Gabe. <laughs> Thanks, McKinnis. This is Sports Rage. <laughs> Bring it. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.